0: Good morning. Welcome to All of our Broker Podcast. Ryan Wiley here. Thank you for listening. Okay, so what I want to chat about today is this: um, How do you handle the rate conversation? Um, I've referenced this on a couple of podcasts, but I'm going to walk you through a scenario I went through yesterday um, with a new, a new lead, hopefully a new client. I think you will be. Um, but a couple things happened on the phone call. So we do that discovery call up front. He was referred in from a past client it was a really strong client of ours that we've done a lot of work with, this is actually his boss, you know, the guy, he's a very well-to-do client, um, and so he basically, we sat and we chatted 45 minutes, because it kind of got outside of mortgages, and we chatted about a lot of different things, which is pretty cool, I love picking other people's brains, they're really successful on their business and whatnot, and so we kind of went down that path, but during that conversation, he said to me, hey, Ryan, I've dealt with a broker in the past, and I met her once. I liked her. Um, she had a little bit of value that she met with me and she seemed enthusiastic. But there was a huge red flag when I asked her, okay, what's my interest rate? And she said, well, I can't give you an interest rate until you commit to me. And he's like, that's, like a, that's a red flag to me. That's like a very fair question to ask. What's my interest rate? Well, I can't give you the rate. This is like an old school way of thinking because I've I know people do this. This is like an old school way. It's kind of like it doesn't, doesn't, you know, show confidence in your abilities or your salesmanship. And you lose instantly, you lose credibility and trust with that client. If you can't on the spot, give them a rate. So he said, okay, like, hey, I, at the end of the day, I ended up going into my own bank. And it was painful, but I got, I actually got like a really, really good interest rate um i asked what was your aid he told me i said yeah for that time when you got that yeah it was really good so good for you he goes but it was painful and he goes i went to other banks and so he did the heavy lifting and got there he's like i was kind of hoping a broker would do that for me um uh, but you know you and i know as brokers at the end of the day our hands are tied in certain situations like on rates on certain situations you like at a 20 percent down 30 year am deal there's really you know so an uninsured file like a million dollar mortgage or whatever, uninsured, um, you can only do so much. Like, our rates are only so good. So how do you handle that situation, right? So I'm going to walk you through how my conversation went with them and then what I do with clients when the rate, because it comes up, like, you need to expect it. Don't shy away from it either, because if it seems like all you want to talk about is all these other things that you never actually talk about, rate. the one reason people are talking to you, because they don't know any different, is rate. Right. And then you start hitting them with these other things that you're never truly answering the right. And I know from doing this in the past mistake I made in the past earlier in my career, I would dance around the topic unless I knew I had the best right. And then we talk about right a lot more. Uh, But if not, you know, you have to address the right and you have to be upfront about it. So he said, "Ryan, like I got a complex situation here. I understand uh, like that you've been referred to me. I like what I'm hearing from you. I like the idea of these proposals. I want to see them. Um, But how, like, I'm also, curiosity gets the best of me, and I want to know the rate you're going to offer versus what I could just go walk into my bank and get. And I said, okay. Well, I said, at the end of the day, someone's always going to beat me in interest rate. That's just a fact. Much like you and your business, because he runs a successful agency, um, someone's always going to beat you in, you know, pricing out a, a deal for you. Um, a client, they're always going they could, if they want to, there's always someone's going to do it cheaper. So if you if rate is all that matters, and based on what you've told me, that it isn't the case, but if you want it to be very, you want it to be aggressive, you want it to be, you know, what your status with your income, your credit and your net worth, you know, deserves to get, but you're telling me you've had these issues with the bank because it keeps rotating over different people every three months. And it seems like a grind and they don't know the inner workings of working with um, investment properties, and how to calculate capital gains on ones you're selling and working on different scenarios, which we do. We do all that. Said, so, you need someone like me to help you out. But at the other day, if interest rate is the end all be all, go to ratehub.ca, go to supermarket.ca, go to lowestrates.ca. Like, go there. You'll get the best interest rate. I'm going to save you the most amount of money over the five years and create the most amount of money over the next five, 10, 15 years. But if you go that direction, I'm not involved. You don't get me in your corner. Okay? We offer rate insurance. And, you know, this is something I've talked about in other podcasts. It's like, well, what's that? Well, we monitor your rates weekly. And if there's an opportunity to um, arbitrage your rate, essentially optimize it, we'll reach out and present the opportunity to you. So if you're at a prime minus 20 now, and we're in a prime minus 70 environment, well, we know you pay the three-month interest penalty, and you're going to make back your penalty and then some over your remaining term, we're going to present that opportunity to you. Your bank's not going to do that. So that's you get rate insurance. We're very proactive on that. And number two, you get me in your corner, a phone call away, right? And then I'm going to help you build your net worth through investment properties and show you all the moving parts and like a white glove concierge style. Plus, you're going to get a really good interest rate. So I said, there's certain times where I am going to have the best rate, and then there's other times where I'm going to come in second or maybe even third. Right? But the goal here isn't to get necessarily get you a 1.5 interest rate. The goal is to get you, let's say, a 2% interest rate, and I'm going to save you tens of thousands of dollars and make you hundreds of thousands of dollars to invest in real estate. Okay, So take the investment real estate part off the table. like Take that off because I know a lot of you don't do that. I know probably all of you don't do that. Um, and position your, your value that way. So let's just talk about, you know, the other additional savings and that rate insurance. We're going to be monitoring their rate proactively. So these are the conversations we had yesterday. So this is the one I had with the gentleman. I said, hey, go there. Go there. You're going to get what you pay for. But if you've got it all handled and you think, you know, you don't need someone like me in your corner, that's where I go. Um, So there used to be back in the day when I got in this game 12 years ago, mortgage brokers had, you know, nine times out of 10, my spiel My comment on that was nine times out of 10, I'm going to beat what your bank offers. The other 10, like the other time, I'm going to be able to match it. That was my spiel back then. The dynamic in the industry has changed drastically. When the legislation came out and the insurers, you know, the monoline's legs were cut from underneath them because of the insurer guidelines. Now the banks all of a sudden hold all this power, massive, massive power. And us as mortgage brokers, we have big red and we have T V and the bank side and then we have a bunch of monolines. And the monolines aren't competing. Interest rate, they're not competing. The rate specials aren't there. And their guidelines are very strict with those forty four, thirty nine ratios. you Can't go over them, not even the point zero 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 one percent. And there's no exceptions made really. Like it's tough. It's tough sledding with a monoline and there's a lot of other negatives to monolines as well. Um so we have to live in a, hey, does this fit with Scotia or TD for the most part for these types of files? And if not, what do we do? So where else do we add value? So up front, I said, this is what we do. But, you know, I'm going to ask you for a commitment because I'm 100% commission-based. I work my ass off. I'm extremely good at what I do. Um, but I'm not just going to ask you for a commitment today. I'm going to ask you for a commitment at some point. I'm going to walk you through our budgeting I'll build a proposal for you after we do our pre-approval with you, you know, application call, see all your income documents. You've made all these mini commitments. I'm going to spend time and build this proposal for you, make a video so you and your wife can watch it. And then I'm going to ask you for a commitment before I go any further after that. Okay. Cause then you'll get to see my expertise coming through and how this relationship's going to go ongoing. And he's like, Ryan, I've got a robust network of people that I could put someone in play, in, in, in touch with. And I've also got my properties and I wanna buy more and my family and my extended family. And he's like, so like, I've got a lot to offer. I'm not trying to sell you on me, but I I do want a good rate as well. I said, well, I'm gonna give you an example today. I'm gonna say, if you were working with me today and I have no rate specials, I have a rate special, but it has to close right now by December 15th with Big Red. Let's say that's off the table. I can offer you a 1.9 variable. I know for a fact, you can walk into an RBC, where you can walk into uh, a TD and get a six to seven variable with 2,000 to 2,500 cash back and potentially pick up legals and appraisal. I know that for a fact right now. So I'm, I told him, I said, that's what's on the table. Here's where I am. I could get you closer, but then I'm cutting into my commission and I'm working for 40, 60 cents in the dollar, which I don't do. So if you can live with that scenario I just presented to you, where you get the one nine, but you get me in your corner and I handhold everything from you and I'm one point of contact that's always going to be here um, and I save you a ton of money in other areas and make you other money in other areas. Is that worth that difference to you? What would you say? He said, yeah, yeah, I could see that, sure. He goes, just there's a pride thing with me where I want to get that low rate. And I said, no, I get it. But as you've already told me with that low rate comes you doing the heavy lifting. And not being in touch with a true expert. Because it's a discounted rate. And they're not paying a commission to anybody of any value to structure the deal. It's like, no, I get it. I get it. He goes, okay, yeah, I am comfortable with that scenario. I just didn't want to pay like a premium on top of a premium. I said, no, you're not. And I go, there's going to be some times where my rate's right there. Right? It's going to be right there, depending on what's in the market. So if you're okay with that scenario, that's your worst case scenario with me. He said, okay, I'm comfortable with that. I've heard enough, let's start the process. So, boom, there you go. So we handled the rate thing where he came in thinking it was all right. I've got other clients that were dealing with this right now. Um, and right up front in that discovery call, you need to understand things. You need to have the rate conversation. You know, maybe you don't push them to ratehub.ca, but you'll be able to tell there. You know, I people come to me, what's your rate? What's your rate? Usually it's like, hey, my mortgage is up in February. What rate can you offer me? Let's get on a phone. I'm not just gonna ask you five questions in an email. Let's get on a phone call. Because when we get on a phone call, I'm going, hey, you've got three options here. You've got option number one, you can stay where you are with your current bank, and they're gonna be very aggressive to keep you. Um, and it might be the best rate ultimately. But you stay with them, your mortgage doesn't change, your amortization doesn't change, you don't take out any money. You sign a couple pieces of paper, you're done. Easy peasy, you move on with life. You continue on with the same level of service they've been giving you. And I go, now let me ask you a question in that scenario. What's your interest rate right now? my um, interest rate is, you know, 3.09. Okay, through the last five years, there have been low, much lower rates than that, and there's been an opportunity for you to save a lot of money. I had someone from the bank reached out to you and said, hey, Sally, if you pay this, But the penalty we factor in, we'll take out of your equity and the closing costs, you're still going to pay back your penalty. Plus, you're going to save an extra $4,200 over the remaining two years of your term. Has anyone done that? No. Okay, based on what you just told me, I've already crunched the math in my head because I've got that calculation ready to go. You could have saved this. So you missed out an opportunity because no one reached out and why would they? That's not what they do, but that's what we do. Okay, so scenario one is you stay in in that spot. Scenario two is you're a free agent. You can go anywhere. There's most of the times, nine times out of 10, there's going to be no cost to go to another lender. And we get to play the market see what's out there. Okay? Number three, you've got an opportunity here. Your mortgage is up for renewal in February, which means there's no penalty to take some money out. So you can access some well-deserved equity you've earned in there. And we can take money out tax-free. And we can use that to pay down unsecured debt, do renovations on the home, invest and buy another investment property that will help you retire five seven years earlier um you know pay for school whatever whatever you've got an opportunity here to access some of that equity we can help with your current cash flow and then they'll be like okay that's great let's talk more about that takeout so i'm looking for opportunities here and then i'll go okay what's your current cash flow like for the family like oh we just had a kid okay so you've got daycare coming up correct yeah we've got daycare coming up and okay so that's a new expense how are things now the current scenario, current payment. How would you think see things going over the next two or three years, cash flow wise? Might be a little tight, this or that. Okay, well, you know what? There's an opportunity here to increase your amortization, pull out a little bit of a nest egg, put a home equity line on, kind of a rainy day, tap foot in the door to your equity. We can keep your amortization up at 30 years, keep it at 28, depending where you're at. We can give you maximum flexibility on cash flow now. But if you, two, three months into this, you say, hey, we've got extra money, you could use the prepayment privilege, just increase your payment and get you back on track with your amortization. So you have the opportunity to have maximum flexibility because you just told me cash flow is tight and you're going into an unknown here, whatever that is. Or you And you can revert back to your original amortization by just doing this and increasing your payment to this, which we'll make sure is a feature in the mortgage we put you in. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So we went from, hey, my mortgage up in February, what's your rate? To... Explaining their three options and digging deeper. And within that, the interest rate, we've just taken that conversation off the table. Right? Because now they've seen the opportunity, the missed money they could have made on the last five years with optimizing their rate. They've missed an opportunity there because the bank didn't reach out to them, which they don't. And then they've seen the opportunities to save money by either rolling in debt or cash flow. Now we've changed the conversation from rate, 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 rate to Oh, like I'm gonna sleep better at night knowing that we've got this or that. And then I'll say, like, if your cash flow is tight and we could free up four, five, six, eight hundred $800 worth of cash flow a month, like, will that help you sleep better at night? Like, I can sense stress in your voice. I'm guessing that's the case. Yeah, that would be like, okay, so we've just taken the rate off the tail. And I go, you're gonna get taken care of rate wise, but now you've got me in your corner and you see all these options we just talked about. I'll be able to facilitate these and lay them out. Are you and your husband, or you and your wife—is that something you're interested in seeing? Yeah, okay. And then I go talk about, you know, do you understand how I get paid? Okay. We go into the commitment we're going to need. So that's a whole nother thing. But I just want to tell you how we diffuse the rate. And then there's certain times where people come into that call and they're like, "Yeah, don't want to increase our am. Cash flow's great. Um, we don't want to tap into the equity. We don't want to do anything. Just give us the rate, buddy. <laughs> like, just give us. You've asked me a lot of questions, and I'm trying to show them like what they're missing out on and what questions whoever they're dealing with should actually be asking them, but they aren't. And sometimes it just falls on deaf ears. So I go, okay, what's on the table from your current lender? Don't know yet. Okay. I'm not going to negotiate against myself. So I need to know what that is. And when you get that, come back or here's the rate. This is what they've offered. Great. And then I'll just go to the market because I'll pretty much know in my head what's going on and I'll buy down the rate. I know I said, don't buy down rates but on switches, because I don't want to spend a lot of time because they typically go nowhere. The retention team usually sucks them up. I'll just say, I'll buy down the rate, work for 30, 40 cents in the dollar, because I'll literally spend under an hour on it and just go, here, we can offer you 1.7. And I try to match it up with what their current lender is. I never try to beat it um, because then it doesn't end there. And I instead try to go, Because they're going to have to qualify with me. So there is going to be work involved. So you might be saying, well, they want, like, are they truly going to come with me for five basis points? Are they going to do all that paperwork for 17 bucks a month? No. But if I position it as, I will match what you have on the table, but now you've got me in your corner, which is a very, very, very valuable thing. One point of contact. You have my cell number. We have advanced strategies to show you to pay down that mortgage. I'm going to always be here to help. Optimize your mortgage through those five years looking for opportunities. Is that something you're interested in? So they're getting the exact same deal there, but they're getting all the advice and guidance with it. I will do that deal all day long, build up my database, get into their network, um, and there you go. So that's how I treat those conversations. Um, but that's the rate conversation. So there are some times where they're like, no, I need you to be my rate. I'll be like, go to rate.hub.ca, just go there. Okay? Are we good now? Okay. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate it. I wish you the best of luck. Uh and I'll tell people this isn't like this isn't my cup of tea. This isn't I'm very you know client centric focused white glove concierge. If you're looking for no frills, lowest rate kind of the um I don't say Walmart, I use the basic foods. I forget the name of that grocery store. If you want that, then go there. That's not what I offer. And our clients love us. But I'm just being up front, telling you, saving us both a bunch of time. And people love that. They're like, and then sometimes I'll get people flipped on that. Okay, well, tell me more. Because, like, I get it. And I say, hey, if you want to save $24 a month, then go there. But if you want me in your corner, and I keep saying that because it's very important and I truly believe it. Um, and I say all this with conviction. I say it like you need me more than I need you and that is true and I truly believe it. I don't need your $5,000, your 3000 your 7000 but you sure as shit need me because I can navigate those waters for you and save you a ton of money and kind of be that one person to talk to at anything mortgage or real estate related, okay? So there you go. That's how you handle the rate conversation. That's how I handle the rate conversation. I hope you can draw some inspiration from that. Um, it took me a long time to package that all together. And I would literally role play. Um, I'd role play with my wife back in the day, going through scenarios. I'd have her hit me with certain scenarios and I'd just hammer. And then I remember in the shower, as weird as it is, I would just go through scenarios and role play. Um, yeah, just me in the shower. But <laughs> uh, that's what I did. And that's I practiced all that. Everything I just went through over there, this is like, it's been hours and hours and hours of practice um, and just role playing. And so I suggest, if you don't do it with your wife, do it with another mortgage broker. Like I would totally like, hey, you guys are going to get hit with some of these objections daily. So you need to have that that game tightened up. It Seriously, that's such a lost art. That salesmanship and handling objections and explaining your value proposition. Don't use I have access to 23 lenders. Sure you do, but even with you saying it deep down, you don't believe it. I know and you know you have access to that, but I know and you know that you really used two to four lenders. I'm talking like A-side. B-side, sure you have access to them, but are you an expert? No. Are you the best person to be working with them? Probably not. There's B-experts, so just push them there and take a cut but you know, don't use that. I have access to 23 lenders. Um, and so that's why you should work with me. It's like, but I have one lender here that is already going to give me the mortgage at a really good rate. Why do I need your 23? So all you're doing is setting yourself up for failure because if someone tells me that, if I tell you that I have for just easy math, I have a 2% interest rate and you tell me you have access to 23 lenders. You've just told me that, Shit, you're going to blow that 2% out of the water because you've got all these different people. When that's not the case, you and I know you don't. You can't beat my 2%. You might be able to match it. Maybe you're at 205, maybe 195. Maybe, like, you're not coming in at 175. I'm not even talking about today's dynamics and rates. I'm just using an example, a generic example there. But so take that off the table out of your elevator pitch right? You got to come up with other things. Cause that's old school way of thinking. That's like bringing donuts to a realtor, um, a real estate brokerage and going, here you go with, with rate sheets, gone, done, doesn't work. Telling you people you have access to 23 lenders, like <laughs> I never say that. That's just, it's not, it's not going to win you deals. Right. Instead saying, you know, with working with myself, you have the benefit of, um, you get to leverage my relationships I've built over the years. And I, we send a lot of volume to a couple of our key lender partners. And in turn, we get great products, great features, great turnaround time, great service, rate specials. Um, and so you get to leverage that. Everything I've built up through my career, you get to leverage those relationships and whatnot. And that, that's a pretty cool thing for you. Um, so there. So that that's kind of like, you're not saying 23 lenders I work with. Great. What's your rate? Ah, uh, here's everything. I know I'm all over the place here, but these are these are gold nuggets for you. I promise you. When you people want rate quotes, even in the pre-approval process with everything, I use a generic rate. Right now, the average going rate on a variable, five-year variable is kind of a one, nine, five. I use that on every budgeting we do, every conversation I have. If people want, if I know they're just like, hey, quick slam, bam, thank you, man. What's your rates, blah, blah, blah. I'll give them a range, because I find when you give people ranges, like it kind of shuts them up. I go like, "Hey, there's opportunity depending on a 1.8 to a 204, depending fixed variable and how much small print you're comfortable with." Oh, okay. Well, that you know, small print. What's and it kind of there's the range. Okay, for budgeting purposes, you can't use a range. So we use we use the the going everyday rate, and we let the clients know that so they don't go shop around. In our budget videos, we say, "Hey, the rate I'm using here, we can get at a couple different lenders." We actually have rate special on our table now, which doesn't fit you because the timing wise, but we have rate specials to come across. So when you do actually purchase something, you're going to have the ability to take advantage of one of those rate specials. But here's your worst case right now. Okay, well, we're going to run our budgets off these. That just handles that, takes that whole conversation off the table. And they're like, oh, okay, these are the numbers you're using. But when we actually buy something, we'll know what interest rate we're actually going to get. you got, well, rate specials, we'll look at the market then. We'll come back to you and lay your options out. Okay, that sounds good. Great. I don't feel the need like I have to go now and go, oh, 195, I don't like that. I saw a lower rate over here. You've just explained that there are lower rates available already. Okay, so I've set that up front. So there you go. This rate conversation, I'm telling you, this this is like a couple-hour conversation. I gave you a bunch of gold nuggets in there. Um, The role-playing with that salesmanship, with handling objections, talking about rate, navigating that conversation with confidence and conviction, making it seem like you believe what you're saying, which you should believe what you're saying, like that right there will like transform your business. When you nail that part down, it will. It just, it'll change how those conversations go and which clients gravitate to you and which ones stick with you. And like that right there is the most important part of your business. I'm putting it out there. You got people on the phone. You got leads. Well, shit, if I just throw 50 leads at you and you don't have that part nailed down, you're not going to do so well. If I throw four leads at you and you have that nailed down, you're going to close two or three of them. Right? You're going to make way more money there. So stop spending your time looking at lender guidelines and putzing around making, you know, social media posts that aren't going anywhere. And instead, um, Get your, get your sales mastery down, you know, all those objections and that, and it's only going to happen through role play. You could bumble along with clients, but why would you, I would, you you will at some point anyways to perfect it, but go do some role play, get another agent. Seriously, like just strip it down and build it up. Kind of look at each other and go, wow, like give me your thing. I'm going to hit you with questions. These are questions. I'm only going to tell you the questions I'm hitting you with. Let's see where you're at right now. That doesn't sound good. Let's just be honest there. That's horrible. That's not gonna win. If if I talk to a lead and you talk to a lead, who's gonna get the business? I'm gonna get the business ninety-five percent of the time. Right? So you need to get step your game up, It's kind of what I'm saying. You know, I don't know what your game is. I'm just throwing it out there and saying, even me, I still need there's things I still absolutely need to work on. I'm just saying for most new agents out there, um, and the ones that are been in the game a while now and you're not extremely busy right now, there's a reason you aren't. Okay. So look in the mirror and go, Hey, I need to work on this and then go and work on it because this will put money in your bank account. Okay. This will transform your business. It's getting that part nailed down. Okay. Um, there you go. That was the longest podcast in the history of 12 hour broker. There you go. Because that was important. Um, I hope this helps. I hope it helps one of you. I know it's helping a lot of people because I get emails and I actually get text messages now from people. (laughs) You find me online and you send me a text and I love it. It's great. Um, So this is great. So I know it is helping people, which is really the reason I'm doing it. Um, But if this just helps one person, then it makes me happy. Okay. So five texts a day, kids. Peace out.